Aloha. Hello and welcome. We are back from the ballerlifestyle.com. It's the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining us. Episode number 419 of the show. Apologies to anybody that listened to episode 418. Well, not really, but I thought it'd be funny because it was 420. The show came out on 420, which is like stoner Christmas. If I smoked a joint when I did the show. So if I rambled a little bit, it's only because I'm not that much of a stoner. And so I just, you know, it was hard for me, harder than even normally it is for me to keep my train of thought. So if you haven't checked that out, go back and listen to that because we also reviewed the movie Remo Williams, which I was surprised to hear how few people had heard of it. I knew our guest reviewer, Caleb at Bird Respector, who comes on all the time. I knew he wouldn't have heard of it, but he's like 35. So I just thought people my age would have heard of it. And people were like, no, didn't know about it. I thought it was a cultural phenomenon for all of us of, of a certain age. Um, you should definitely check it out, though. It's it's a fantastic review. And if you want to hear all the bonus content from that, you got to subscribe. You got to be a Red Circle subscriber. Click the link in the show notes and you can subscribe there for five bucks a month or 50 bucks a year. You can also click the link on my pinned tweet on Twitter, or you can go to theballerlifestyle.com, which a lot of people do still go there to listen to the show. There's a link there where you can subscribe to all the bonus content. We do appreciate everybody that subscribes. And if you don't subscribe, you won't hear this week when we talk about there's a new snake hoarder. Everybody knows I love snake hoarders. Snake hoarding is like maybe the fuck my favorite kind of hoarding. Like, I don't like the the show hoarders. I have a hard time watching the show hoarders because it's so fucking sad. But if there was an episode and the dude just had 124 snakes like this guy in Maryland. Spoiler alert. He had an issue with one of his snakes. You're not going to hear that. You're not going to know our thoughts on that and the details of that story. If you're not subscribed to the red circle, similarly, there was, hold on. Oh my God. This is my other favorite story. Al Pacino, who just turned 82 a couple days ago. He needs it. I don't know if it's cause he's five, five. I don't know if it's because he's an actor. I just did air quotes. But he needs it so much, he's banging a 28-year-old who has been linked to several other very old guys, just like Al Pacino. She's she's got a fucking kill list of old men. We're going to talk about that in the bonus content this week. So, hey, you want to hear that? I would. That's all I want to talk about. Sign up for the bonus content, redcircle.com. Click the link in the show notes. Become a subscriber to the show. I am joined now as I am every single week by Ed Daly, fresh from his spring break. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well, feeling uh feeling refreshed and also huge news uh this this the past couple of days 
And I have to say, I aggressively have no th- opinion on Elon Musk buying Twitter. Like same. I yes. Did does anybody remember Jack, the the old CEO oh, or fucking weirdo or the CEO of pretty much every company you patronize in some way, shape, or form? I mean, who, aside from, who, aside from like Ben and Jerry, they're all bad, yes. dude. Oh yeah, who owns Instagram? That fucking weirdo with the barbecue sauce and the foil surfing and the and the killing goats for food yeah, and the white the white face the white face weirdo that fucking oh he's a monster but they're all uh, like i mean you i was just reading today that like all the the bad donate political donations toyota makes like you just you don't you don't know i so elon musk yeah he sucks and they all suck if if the the one the one concern that I mean, I, I the the one concern I have is it wasn't very profitable anyway. Right. It's a and, loser. It's a loser investment, and it's and now it's heavily leveraged. I could see every other tweet being an ad coming up. There's oh, yeah. going to be like For sure. I saw people predicting. Oh, so now there won't be ads, and it's like what? This is this is going to be all ads now. It's already. Hold on. Oh my god. I'm going to sneeze. Already. Oh my god. It's teasing me with the sneeze. It's allergy season, Ed. I'm, my eyes are itching. I'm sneezing left and right. I'm blowing my nose. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh. Um, what was I going to say? Already, every other tweet is someone I don't follow. Right. What I is don't, that? I don't understand. It, it, sometimes it'll be like somebody you follow like this, or yeah. sometimes it's just like random, just random. suggestions. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. And I do use Twitter. Yeah. Um, I don't. I used to like tweet i i almost never yeah, tweet anymore same. but uh but like the ceo like i'm not There's down with pretty much every ceo no they're all shitty but but to to put an exclamation point on your point if you have a strong opinion one way or or the other on who the ceo of twitter is or who owns twitter you're a fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> there's just no like what i have how do you have time on elon musk i'm sure. just saying i'm just saying the- i have strong opinions on on bezos yet i patronize amazon like yep. I, you know like i i have opinions on people but sure. like who gives a shit who owns this company or that company it's, if the company does something for me or not is how i view it it's almost impossible not to interact with a huge piece of shit billionaire every day. Don't get me started on Sergey and Larry. Right. They're the, they're the two biggest pieces of shit on the planet. One of those is a terp. Careful. Oh, really? <laughs> That's for Stanford guys. That was grad school. Well, well, then you have blood on your hands, Ed. Yes, you, but I, but I you, also have Larry David. So oh, great guy. You <laughs> you foisted you foisted upon us. That reminds me. Oh my god, I don't think. Oh, I can't do it. I can't. I was going to play it. Um, the, the actor, Simon Rex, AKA dirt nasty. Oh, he, he yeah. on his store, I follow him on Instagram and on his story. Oh, this why, week, a- why do I, why do I know about him only in the last year again? Like, did he have yes. some sort of Renaissance or was he yes. always there? And I just didn't notice him. No, he, he did that thing where he let go, where he was like, I don't, I mean, I'm just not going to tell this guy's story for him, but I do, I do keep up, on what he's doing. And he kind of was like, look, I'm not, 
it's not happening for me. You know, like I'm not going to get acting work. I'm going out for shit. He's like, I made some money. I'm going to buy this little homestead and Joshua tree. And I'm not really going to chase it anymore. I'm just going to try to be centered and live in the moment. And then he got this, he got this big role and he was nominated for all these awards. And now he's being cast in all these movies and he's just right. seems like a really good dude, but he was telling a story about, he was, he was telling a story about being in line behind Larry David at a driving range and how Larry David was exactly how you would expect Larry <laughs> David to be. Like he's the, he's the, he's that exact guy. That's uh, yeah. You, you, yeah, you got Larry David. That's a pretty big win. Uh, okay. Anything else? No, I had something. I didn't write it down. Okay, let's talk some sports. My name is Brian. They call me the other guy. I host a podcast show. I'll give hetero life a try. If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings, you see They're as sparkly as can be I might own Troy on DVD Ed, what is going on in the world of sports this week? We got five RIPs. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. The ballers hope you rest in peace. RIP. You won't laugh no more. It's kind of sad. Something else? You won't laugh no more. No, still no oh, jeez, mm. oh, that's out. Be number one on my list. We hope you rest in Okay, a lot of rests in peace. I would say most of the late stage people that wouldn't be number one on the list anymore. That's true. That's. I mean, you know, I just like. I, I don't know where I'll be at that point, but when that's just, not I'm an option, hoping, I'm out. I'm hoping that the whole the whole thing kind of peters out. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't want to be, you don't want to be craving it. And you're like 89. Well, I mean, Al Pacino <laughs> yeah. seems yeah, to we'll, be, we'll get to that. That's Mick true. Jagger, you know, there's dudes out there. Um, okay. Let's right, rapid fire these and I'll, and I'll, I'll quickly react. Raiders quarterback, Daryl LaMonica, 80 years old. I believe he was Her- the guy before the snake. Heard of him. Yeah. Uh, New York Islanders great Mike Bossy only sixty five. He was the guy. Yeah, heard Gretzky, of him. I think. Yeah, I think when the 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 early eighties they won a few Stanley Cups. He was the guy. That's right. Heard uh, of him. Montreal Canadiens great Guy Lafleur, the blonde demon, was seventy. I remember just he became a Ranger at the very end of his career in the eighties. Do. Also remember him, what I didn't know about his nickname, the Blonde Demon. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's a good name. I've, hey, I've known many Blonde Demons in my life. So to, to be the Blonde Demon, it's pretty <laughs> impressive because there's a lot of them out there. Freeman Williams, the number two scorer in NCAA basketball his, history, 65 years old. Um, and I think I read he was traded at one point in the NBA for John Drew, the guy who just died and we talked about him. Whoa, what are the odds? We we live in a simulation. Was that before he went on to make um these albums? 
And the dude was jacked. He was big. Love that spandex. I do like, so my mistake, this is Freedom Williams. I do like that the people in the music video were not the actual people that made the songs. And it was like, nobody cared because like Millie Vanilli had already happened. And it was like a big deal. With Wait a Millie Vanilli. The dude wasn't even? Well, I think the dude was, but because he, he, he was, was just, jacked. Yeah, he was jacked. But they were just like a creation. Like yeah. th- this was a studio thing that some studio guys did. With studio Millie, people. Millie walked. Right. So the CNC Music Factory yeah. could run. Could run. I mean, it's hard to put into words how popular this was. It was uh, there everywhere. Is. Freedom Williams. Live in the best and I don't waste time. On the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm. Jump, jump to the rhythm. Jump. This is, and look, this stuff's very gay. This is like gay club music. And it was like big on MTV. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Freedom Williams. It it was a little too much freedom for a yeah. coming of age at Daily no, to do anything no, with this video. I had to wait till the In Vogue videos. Yeah. Oh, I like those. Um, and finally, R.I.P. to bodybuilding champion Cedric McMillan, who was 44. These guys just don't look healthy. They <sighs> they don't I look mean, healthy. They they put their bodies through a lot. Hold on, I gotta look at this guy. He looks exactly who you think he looks. I mean, oh man. See, what people don't realize is that these pictures, when you see these guys, when you see the um, bodybuilders in a show, they're like really dehydrated at the time, right? Yeah, they're they have to get close to death pretty much to get dehydrated enough. So that you can see, they they want you to not just see that they have an eight pack. They want you to see the fiber of their muscle. Yeah, like every vein. Yes. It's it's creepy. Everything. It really is. um, He was 6'1", which is, that's probably why he was never a Mr. They're usually very tall. I mean, very short, right? Yeah, they're usually, yeah, they're usually little guys. I would, well, first of all, RIP, this guy, never heard of him. Dude, he was... What are those muscles called? Like your bat wing muscles? Yeah, the, the, the traps? Tra- yeah, tra- traps. Yeah, this dude. Yeah, I mean, this dude is jacked. I, he, every muscle. He has all of them. <sighs> He's got all of them. Because a lot of times they can't. You, well, you have to have the genetics to do this, obviously. But a lot of times you don't have the genetics everywhere where your legs can't get as jacked as your upper body and stuff. Like right. Symmetry. He's got him, though. He's got it all. His back. You can, Oh, I'm seeing him pose. His fu- you could see every fucking muscle on his back. Right. We all have the muscles, but he was yeah. able to show yeah. every muscle. Yeah. But you and I, we could get, we could work out that much and we could get that lean. Well, we could, probably couldn't get that lean, but we could never look like he looks because he just had genetic gifts in, in addition to everything else they but do. Like we could work out that much and maybe like we could show off thigh muscles like he, yeah, there's yeah he, he's got everything it's crazy yeah, but also yeah. he looks very unhealthy yeah and he's dead and he was younger than us uh i would encourage anybody to watch the ronnie coleman documentary on yeah. netflix i mean it is great and he's he can't even walk he's had he's had his entire back fused every vertebrae oh. is so fused in his back. documentary yes it's very depressing but well, he's if you want bodybuilding but not depressing yeah pumping iron that's the gold. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's, no, that, good. yeah. it's just funny. It's a comedy. Well, it's the good old days. They were just smoking weed and getting jacked all day. Yeah. 
and Lou Frigno traveled with his parents. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. All those guys. Uh, well, um, RIP Cedric. McMahon. Yeah. We saw something very disturbing. Um, over the last few days, a Yankee fan was caught on video dipping his hot dog into his beer. This went viral. Yeah. And it's not I, okay. It's not. I, I have to think that this is, I want to say this is staged. It, it may be, I mean, because everything turns out to be yeah, staged. Yeah. But the weird thing about this video yep. is it didn't look like he was with his buddies. There was no yep. dare. It looked like he was just sitting there casually dipping. Yeah. And and so I, I went in. So I had seen this earlier in the week and then I saw we we're going to talk about it today. And so I'm like, let me go take a look at the video again. See if there's any sound. There's not really any. But one thing I notice, it's it's a, it's a little tick that tells me that this monster that this is something he does regularly because it's a little too easy for him. If it was staged, he wouldn't have, he wasn't psyching himself. He wasn't psyching himself up to each bite. He dips it. And then before each bite, he just lightly taps the bun. Right. He knows. He knows. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to get those drips. I got to get those drips off. And it's not, it's not like a deliberate thing. It's just like a standard, just unthought of, just reflex that he does when he regularly dips his hot dog in uh, in his beer at the this ball is, game. This is like a donut with coffee kind of yeah. move. Like yeah. he's just doing this matter of factly. Yeah. And I I have no. to think the only reason is childhood trauma, right? Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I just don't. He he was raised wrong. He was raised, he well, was I, abused I he, to death. I would think he was abused. Something yes. happened yes. badly. I'm I'm look, I don't I don't dip cookies in milk. I don't put any food stuffs in any beverage ever. I just don't I, mean, do as it. A I don't kid, believe in it. As a kid, as a kid I kid. did it. Sure. I did it. Sure. But, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't remember the last time I had cookies and milk. Yeah. As an adult, you don't do that shit. You just don't. But also, I just think of the wet bun. I mean, that's disgusting. There's a reason why we are disgusted by Joey Chestnut. Yeah. With the wet buns and all that. Yeah. And remember, in before, there's, there's hot dog eating. There's competitive hot dog eating pre Kobayashi and post Kobayashi because before Kobayashi they used to try to fucking pound pound those dogs with the bun it was Kobayashi that came along and said look I'm gonna take the two dogs out of the bun I'm gonna I'm gonna eat them two at a time like typewriter style yeah and then I'm gonna dip the two buns in water it's so gross to think to think of just knowing that you're gonna eat that wet bun. <laughs> just the, disgusting. Oh, just the touching it. Just the uh, wet, wet, wet bread is not wet okay. Bread. God damn it. Ugh. Well, I, got, we'll stay, I was gonna I say. Got, we'll, We'll go on to another Yankee story. Hold on. I got personally fucked by the supply chain. 
No. Well, everybody does every day, but I shout out to the ships. So many ships off the coast right now. And I, I got personally fucked by the supply chain. I went to opening night at Dodger stadium, some buddies. Yeah. And I was, I'm trying not to drink. So I volunteered to drive. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be tempted to have any alcohol. Right. It's me and the boys did a J in the parking lot though. I'll admit that. So I was, I was psyched to like eat, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not drinking. Yeah. I'm not drinking. So I'm going to have some food. So I hit, walked in right away, hit the, uh, hit the uh, spicy. There's a spicy chicken sandwich stand. Fantastic. Really good pickles on there. Spicy, but like not overly spicy balanced with like a little kind of sweet tangy sauce. It was fantastic. I ate it. And I'm like, and I got some peanuts and I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to sit and relax. Saw my buddy Rob Lowe at the game. Gorgeous. Beautiful. beautiful. Was he wearing an NFL hat? No, I think he did have a, oh no, his son had a dog. Did he have an MLB hat? I was hoping he would. His, his son (laughs) did have a Dodger jersey on with his own last name on the back low. So just in case you, you didn't know he was a low, but I, so then I'm like, I'm, I'm have a dog. Of course I'm have a dog. And I go, I go, I order my dog. I also get a hot pretzel. They give me the dog and I go, Hey, how about some jalapenos? And they go, sorry. They supply chain you out of jalapenos? We don't have any. Now they had them at the nacho stand. If you were getting nachos, you could still get your jalapenos, but they were rationing jalapenos opening night at the Dodger game. So I had to go with just with just mustard and relish. And it was fine. It was good. It was a grilled Dodger dog, which is the right one to get. But no penos. And, you know, it was like eight bucks. Uh, so my thought on that is I I do like jalapenos. Yeah. But that's one notch too far on the spicy meter yeah. for me to yeah. do when public restrooms are my only option. Well, <clears throat> as I get older, I'm, I'm sort of starting to fall in line with you. It's like, I it's, do like it. I know yeah, what you're saying. I know. I wouldn't choose that for myself because I'm looking around and I'm yeah. seeing nothing but public yeah. restrooms. No, I know. I know what you're saying and you're not wrong as it's, as I get older, so it's, it's a little more difficult to, to consume the things I like to consume in terms of spice. I got to be careful. Yeah. You know, uh, Indian food. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. That's out. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, wings. Wings can be troubling depending on where you get them. Yeah. I mean, I, I like wings, but I like them in Hoboken where yeah. Yeah. if need be, I can walk right home. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, buddy. <laughs> uh, Angels play-by-play announcer Terry Smith fell for a hoax about how Garrett Cole was donating 600 MacBooks if he went two innings in a game and he only lasted 1.2 innings. Um, the angels did not use a fact checker. Well, now hold on a second. (laughs) Hold on. Even if we're saying, even if he's getting the like student discount and he's just getting air MacBook air, right? We're still, we're still looking at like 1200 bucks for a MacBook. So 600 times. Oh no, hold on. I forgot to do the times. Hold on. Oh my God. I'm using my phone calculator. 600, 600 times 1200. That's, that's, Nearly three quarters of a million dollars, Ed. Yeah, it's a lot. It's and a lot. 
it's just like, wow, he would do that in the ninth game of the season. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, you know, I could see somebody saying in the playoffs, I'll do this because like, this is your big end of the year yeah. gift. I mean, yeah, you'll see like a massive donation, maybe at the end of the year. You're not doing that for an April game. No, no. And it's, and you wouldn't tie it to, you wouldn't be like, uh, it, like unless, if I, I if get, I get out of the second, like right, unless I get brutally shelled, yes, yes. You know, like you just, yeah. But if if but I have a bad day, you're having a really bad day, you little fucks. So you better hope I have a good day. Right. <laughs> yeah, and if I only last uh, an inning, at one and two thirds innings, I'm bur- burning down the orphanage. Like what? Yeah. Yes. What is, yeah. I mean, just a basic it's fact weird. check. Like you just just Google just to see if like you can find. A remote, yeah. Well, chance that. here's the thing. Well, there's two things happening here. First of all, Garrett Cole, he sucks. Now that now that you can't doctor the baseball, right, Garrett the Cole sucks. Rate is way down on his balls. Yes, he can't. No, he sucks now. Like he's not a good pitcher anymore because he you can't doctor the baseball anymore. And now they're trying to develop pre-doctored baseballs for these guys because they're like, look, we get it, you guys. The baseball's a little too slick. We got to do something about it. So in the minor leagues, they're trying out some like pre-sticky baseballs to try to give these guys better control over the ball. But this is this is this so fucking angely. <laughs> a few years ago, a few years ago, the um, former, well, I mean, maybe the greatest Long Beach State dirtbag of all time, Jared Weaver. He was pitching a no hitter for the Anaheim angels, except if you were flipping channels and you tuned into the game, you didn't know he was pitching a no hitter because the announcers, they didn't know refused to say to the audience. They were, they were derelict in their duties. They should have been fired on the spot. But it's the other way around because they operate for such a fucking small time franchise. They think they're part of the team and they didn't want to jinx the no hitter. I wonder if their fact checker could have checked to see if jinxes were real. Yeah, our jinxes real. Guess what, dickhead? You're not fucking putting on a rally cap. You're describing the action. That's your job. But then I saw. This week, before this guy, Terry Smith, who is like, he makes Joe, Joe Buck look like Gus Johnson. I mean, he is, I've heard him on the radio. He is, and props to the guy. He's been doing it quite a 20 years probably, but he is so wooden, so monotone. It's, he's, he's so angely. But I just saw this week that the, the Angels last year at the All-Star break, randomly and without explanation fired their TV play-by-play guy or one of them. And then later they hired Matt Vaskurgeon, who everybody knows. Yeah, I know him. And I guess there's been a couple times Matt Vaskurgeon this year has miscalled home runs because the angels don't bring their play-by-play guys on the road with them. They have them at home watching on a monitor trying to call the action because they're fucking too cheap to pay for two more per diems on the road. 
Very, very angely of them. We were talking about the Diamondbacks last week. The Diamondbacks are like the fucking Yankees compared to the Angels. So it doesn't surprise me. Angels is they they've had for several years they've had superstars and they're still just irrelevant. I know it's great. Like Otani, yeah, a huge star. Yeah, and Mike Trout. You know, I know he's gotten hurt a lot, but a huge star, and they're just. They're not a relevant team. They have a bad farm system. They be, they buy all the worst free agents every year. They bought they I bought um, Anthony Rendon a couple years ago, and he was flirting with the Dodgers, but he didn't like the Hollywood lifestyle. So he he moved to the anonymous lifestyle in Anaheim, and and he's done nothing ever since. He's a huge bust, which is which yeah. is the Angels' way. If they if they sign a free agent expect that that's the wrong free agent to sign. Everybody just dodged a huge bullet because the angels got him. Uh, X red wings, Zamboni driver. And I mean, this is the perfect Zamboni driver name. Al Sabatka. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he filed a lawsuit against the club claiming he was fired because someone ratted him out for pissing down a drain below little Caesars arena. And it wasn't during a game. <laughs> Do uh, you the octopus th- spinning driver was there for 51 years. And you know who took his job? The guy who ratted him out. Shut up. Yes. What are they fucking doing in Detroit? First of all, is Al Sabatka distant relative of uh, Frank Sabatka, Sabatka from the Longshoremen's Union? I, in, in yeah, I assume it's Ziggy's uncle. Yeah, yeah, they're cousins. Now, who, like, why is it? He's down at the bottom of the arena, the bowels of the arena where he parks the Zamboni. He's doing his work. There's a drain there. Yeah. So that's where they put the ice runoff. Yeah. He takes a piss into the drain. And he, I mean, he's been doing it 51 years. This is like a septuagenarian. Yeah. And what's, look, you're not getting rich driving the Zamboni, but you know what you're doing? You're, you're doing it for the love of the game. Yeah, he's got he, purpose he in life. Team. I've yeah. read a sad. I read read the article. It was really sad because he's like, I just wake up and I don't know what to do with myself. Like this is this guy loved this job, and the guy who wanted his job ratted him out. It's what what is it with people and where other dudes take a leak? Like what's I, I don't get it. I, I think I might have told did it on an employee's desk or or leg. Yeah, complain about it. But if yeah. he's doing it down a drain. Yeah. I, and it wasn't like yeah. in front of the crowd while a game was going on. It was like pregame, like warm up, like two in the afternoon. Also, I'm seeing this guy's 68 years old. That means he's been driving that Zamboni since he's 17. Yeah, this is his whole life. The only job he's ever had. And what? He's 68. Look. When you got to go, you got to go, especially when you're 68. You know, the prostate is quite a bit larger than it was when he was 17. I was once accosted by one of these fucking anti-urination zealots on a golf course. I think I might have talked about on this show a long time ago. I thought I was going to be one of these guys that play golf by myself. So I went. It was like an evening. I had nothing to do. No kids or anything. It was like a thursday night or something so i'm like oh there's a golf course like right by my office i'm like i'm gonna go after work and i'm just gonna fucking walk on the course and i and it's you know shitty little executive course little me time yeah little me time i go i order two coors light or coors 
originals at the bar. Yeah. Hop in my cart. And he's like, yeah, you can go right now. And I'm like, by myself. He's like, yep. And I'm like, perfect. So I go out there and I've, you know, tee off on the first hole. I play the first hole. I get to the second hole and there's a group of three guys in front of me and they're waiting. And I'm like, so, so I like, I have to join up with them. Yeah. That sucks. So, So I join up with them. We play for a while. We're shooting the shit. And then we get to the, uh, number six on this course. And there's far like enough a little, away from the turn. Yes. We're not, we're not around anybody. And there's like a little like half brick wall yeah. off to the side. I'm not like near the tee box and there, we're waiting to tee off. So I quietly stroll away and I take my dick out and I start peeing on the wall. Just like I'm, I'm, I'm casual about it. Now, what, big let me let me stop you here because yeah. I believe Travis told a story. Did you do the elephant walk for a while to get to no, the pissing no, spot? Just, no, this is, that's a different. That's a different. That's that. But is, I didn't know if that's your go-to no, move, like no, you elephant walk no, always. No, I did it. No, I was very quiet about it. That's that is a good question though. I go and I'm. That's the only one I'm with my buddies. And so I'm peeing on the wall, and one of the guys who is a stranger to me, Ed, comes up right behind me, directly behind me. And he's like, okay, I'm going to make an example out of you. And I'm like, huh? And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm taking a leak. And he goes, Hey, what's that sign over there say? And I look over and there's like the, so the course like backs up to houses, but it's like the backyards. Right. And he goes, what's that sign? And somebody on their back of their house has hung a no parking sign. And, but it's got like the, and it's got, but it's got like the crossed out, like the red line through it. Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, what's that sign? And I'm like, I saw, I'm like, I don't know. That sign's stupid. I don't even get it. And he's like, what's it say? And I'm like, I don't know. It's a parking, no parking. And he's like, no pee. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, who even gets that? And he's like, that's my house. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I'm sick of seeing you guys pee out here. He's like, how do you know the people can't even, can't see you? And I'm like, Cause you're not home. And he's like, how do you know that? And I'm like, because your blinds are closed. And he's like, there's a restroom over there. And I'm like, that's like fucking three holes away. It's a golf course. Everybody pees here. So like we, we had it out a little bit and then I had to keep playing golf with them. I, I played like six more holes in silence. <laughs> yeah. Until it got dark. And I pe- peeled out, but like, he's, he's like, got it such up his ass that he's got to sit there and look out the fucking back of his house for somebody to take a leak. Guess what, dude? We all do it. Who gives a shit? Nobody cares who pees where. Let it happen. That's amazing that it was his home. It was his house. That's my house. <laughs> amazing fucking guy. Yeah. A, anyway. uh, a 36 year old drunken Florida man harassed Mike Tyson on a plane and was repeatedly punched in the face by the former champ. I mean, please pick me for the jury. Immediate acquittal. Like if this goes, if there's any charges filed, how do I volunteer? Usually. And I've said many times, I just shred the, or throw away the jury summons when I get it. If, if I could possibly find a way to be on this jury, I'll change my residency, whatever it takes, please let me be on this jury so we can immediately acquit Mike Tyson of this victimless crime. Why are we at the point in society where we're not afraid of fucking with Mike Tyson? Yeah. And just like accosting any celebrity, just because you know somebody's name doesn't mean you can bother them. The one thing that made me a little sad is the assumption that 
you see you see him like shadow boxing and videos on Twitter or whatever, yeah. and you yeah. think, oh, he could still just knock you the fuck out. He kept punching this guy, and the guy didn't go down. I mean, he was, was sitting. Surprised by, I was but surprised by that, too. He didn't knock him out. Maybe it's just kind of drunken. Yeah. He's able to yeah. deal with it a little more. I well, don't know. It's like how the drunk driver never dies. Mm-hmm. Because you're because you're like completely like loose jellyfish, yeah, exactly. But this this guy's a real piece of shit. He's done a bunch of stints in the joint. He was fucking annoying Mike Tyson. What you're supposed to do is you're you're supposed to loudly announce that you fear for your life. Please step away from me. I'm scared right now. I fear for my life. You say that loudly so everyone can hear you, right? And then you light Turn the guy up. up. Yeah, yeah, I. I really hope. I mean, I was glad to see he's got a record and stuff. So mm-hmm. that kind of thing can be used against him. But yeah, because he doesn't want to press charges because he's probably got warrants and shit. So yeah. he's going to try to get some money off Mike. Mike's just trying to get high and, you know, do a podcast these days. Like, leave him alone. Yeah. I mean, he's had a tough life. He's he's still the champ. He's still right. the former champ. Like, that's right. You can't fuck with that guy. Yeah. Of course he's going to punch. I mean, yeah. like somebody jumping into the tiger uh, pit at the zoo and right. being upset that the tiger is going to be a tiger. Right. Yeah. It's like what happened to our man Harambe. Yeah. He really. was just fucking living his life in the Cincinnati Zoo. Living his best life. Yeah. He was chilling, eating cabbages. And whatever else they throw in there, they're vegetarians. I'm not sure. Bananas, probably. Melons. Bananas, like, yeah. like a Megillah stack of bananas. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He's just chilling. He's probably, he's got a harem in there. You know, he mates when he feels like it. Hey, get over here. Grabs one of his, his, his uh, enclosure mates and pounds it out from time to time. And then, oh, somebody fucking drops a baby in there. You know, what's he supposed to do? Of course, he's going to play with the baby. He's, you know, he's bored. Are you going to tell him he's not allowed to have a playful spirit? Yeah, exactly. People are at the zoo to watch him. He's a goddamn gorilla, you know? <laughs> what's what, what's he expected to do? And then and then what do they do? Somebody somebody comes with a 30-06 rifle yep. and puts one in, in Harambe's chest, you know? Shameful. Horrible. Shameful. Um, in an interview, Cam Newton, um, I believe free agent Cam Newton, yeah, um, is trying to like you know get some traction somewhere around the league. Yeah, he uh, he said in an interview that a good woman should know about how to cater to a man's needs and know when to be quiet. Uh, well, there's <laughs> a couple different directions you can go on this. First of all, I mean, uh, he's he's not wrong, but. <laughs> He's he's uh he did some googling. Yeah. Uh, yes. He's like That's right. what what yeah. would he over <laughs> overly chauvinist pig yeah. who definitely yeah. likes women would say. I mean, I'm finally glad someone had the courage to say it, although I don't think someone with such a robust festive hat collection has much experience learning the intricacies of the female psyche. <laughs> like I just like you're saying, I think he's just kind of taking a guess. I think you feel like role playing. Yeah. Like, I feel like if we, if we held up a diagram and said, Hey, Cam, just go ahead and point to the clitoris on this diagrams. Take your time. Just go ahead and show us where it is. I don't, 
don't feel like he'd be able to really access I that think, information. I think, I think you can go more basic. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, but good for like, also why, why does he, why is he weighing in on such topics? Cause he wants, cause he wants to seem butch. I think that's it. Like, cause yeah, yeah. anybody else would be like, uh, well, eventually I'm going to want to, um, get along with, yeah. Yeah. with someone. So I right. wouldn't do this. Right. He's, Even he's, if he felt that way. Maybe, um, maybe he's going to the Aaron Rodgers school of keeping oh. up. How great would it be if he got engaged to Shailene Woodley next? Oh, that would well, I just saw. I just saw when I looked at the Cam Newton story that one of the headlines is that that they have um, Shailene and Aaron have finally broken up for good. I thought that happened like months ago. I know, but I guess they had a a getting back together. Mm. Period. Yeah, 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 yeah. Similar, similarly, <laughs> good for them. Good um, for Cam. J.J. Redick and Chris Russo got into a debate about Bob Cousy, about about Bob Cousy being better than Chris Paul on ESPN's first take. Redick reminded Russo that Cousy couldn't dribble with his left hand and was guarded by plumbers and firemen. I've seen the videos. I mean, I mean, he's just furious that they and I mean, that shows the confidence of Chris Russo. Well, like a. A loudmouth New York uh, dr- uh, afternoon drive time guy yeah, for yeah, years. Yeah. And he I mean, just got super confident that he was arguing with a guy who actually knows the sport. Right. I mean, I was I was going to ask you as a New Yorker, like, Mad Dogs, he's a little touched, right? Like, Yeah. Well, here was the thing. I, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm, I'm not I, – I was never like a driving commuter, but they right. were the afternoon, Mike and yeah. the Mad Dog. Yeah. And Mike Francesa is the worst. So yeah. I think people tended to like Mad Dog because he was kind of the underdog. He would get bullied, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I heard him sometimes. And he like he was almost like a, a mascot. But yeah. I don't know that anyone thought he made any salient points over decades. So he no. tried to argue... NBA playing style to yeah. a guy who played in the NBA like last yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, I just picture like mad dog, like he had to, you know, he went to a different classroom than the kids in his, the other kids in his grade and maybe right. took a different bus and stuff. Or maybe they, you know, same homeroom and then yeah. they're yeah, exactly. Or, and maybe like Mrs. Russo Lunch. was a very heavy smoker. Cause they, they did that back then, but, it was like PCP or something. I don't know. Yeah. He, I, no, it should be noted that, I mean, he's doing it for the clicks like Stephen A or what any of those guys do. It's a hot take thing, but. But he was it, arguing. I mean, he yeah. was arguing about like stats. He's like, he had yeah. 30 assists in a, in a playoff yeah. game and yeah. Chris Paul's never done that. And it's like, yeah. I, yeah. I recognize that like, I have a fondness for players of my youth. Oh, he was great. Just, just understand there, there's no, there's no players back then that could do what, what no. they were used to be able to do. No, nothing before was better. No, no nothing like Bob Cousy couldn't make a decent high school JV team these days. Like he's he, just not, 
It's just the, everything's better now. The Jacksonville Jaguars would beat the 72 Dolphins by at least 80 points. Yes. I mean, it's not even close. They ran the like the the defensive linemen were 215 pounds back then. Like it's just not it would just be a touchdown every play. It's not even the same sport. Like it's it's crazy and when they're like uh, the Bulls, the 96 Bulls would destroy the 2015 Warriors. No, they wouldn't. They would lose. Nobody, nobody shot the way yes. Steph Curry shoots. Like, there's, yes. there's just nobody shot that high a percentage from outside. Yeah. So, like, the Bulls would bully their way to 60 points while the, the, the Warriors would have 120. Absolutely. Like, everything is better now. You're a, a 20... 19 Toyota Camry is faster than uh, than Magnum's Ferrari. It yes. just is, you know? It's just like shit is better now than it used right. to be. It's when you not, make this historical arguments, it's this guy versus his own era versus right. a current guy versus the new era, but there's no comparison of the old era guy versus no. the new era guy. No, no. it's just that just dumb to even think of. Uh, okay, let's do some that's very exciting. Let's do some voicemails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus, so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His thoughts are useless, shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big tit, 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 tits. He's Manuel. First voicemail. Oh, hold on. Had the voicemail button turned down. Let's try that again. First voicemail. Hey, fam. Telly two putts. Telly two putt. Uh, hope you guys had a good holiday and my holiday. Telly two putts. It's really he's hoping Elon can get him back his original handle. Oh, Telly two putts. Remember he had to change it to Telly two Patty putt power. after after he yeah, I was going to say William Hill. Yeah, Patty Power. He threatened he threatened the life of Patty Power for besmirching the name of Tiger Woods. <laughs> it's time. It's time to return. We should start a campaign. Telly. Telly two putts. Give him, give back Telly two putts. Hold on, rewind a little bit. I spoke over him. I uh, hope you guys had a good holiday. And by holiday, I mean Lou Vega's birthday. Oh, yeah. So, with that being mentioned, I have a couple. Actually, I have a uh, How Fucking Rich Is This Guy? Oh, okay. Lou Vega. Okay. And How Fucking Old Is This Guy? Lou Vega. Double. And while we're at it, let's. Throwing one for Ed, give him a daily's choice of Lou Vega or Pitbull. Wow. Okay, let's let's have a good one, guys. Let's work in reverse order, Ed, because all of those are fantastic. First and foremost. Daily's choice. It's a choice I made. Daily's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Now I I have to preface this by saying 
a couple years ago, it was during a big sporting event. It might have been the World Series. It might have been the NBA Finals. It might have been the Super Bowl. Out of fucking nowhere. I want to, I don't think it was Corona. It might have been insurance. Some Madison Avenue crazy person got, had a little too much cocaine and decided it was time to cast Lou Bega in a national campaign for something or other. Recently? It was like two years ago, three years ago. (laughs) And what was jarring to me is that it was like Lou Bega on a beach selling whatever he's selling Corona. And then he, he kicked back in a, in a lounge chair. And I, and I looked up and I thought, I, I never thought in my life that I would have occasion to see Lou Bega's bare feet or see him again. Yeah, that yes. Yeah. I never thought I'd see Lou Bega again. Additionally, I didn't think I'd see his toes. And it was, I wasn't ready for it. I'll be honest. I wasn't ready yeah, for that. It's, it's a lot. Um, I have a horrible confession to make. Uh, one time, like only a couple years after college, I went down to DC to visit some old college buddies and I got to their apartment and I saw a Lou Vega CD. One of my friends had bought what? Lou Vega CD. What? I, was like, I was like, what? What? What is this? What? I don't, I... It's it's still a well, a sad sore subject. Now hold on, hold on. I'm going to tell you what happened here. What? What this could possibly? A, this is a Columbia House situation. He got the twelve CDs for oh, not for, and he had to purchase a penny. The mega? No. If you don't, then they send you the thing every month. Yes. And if you don't oh. send it back, they send you the CD. Of the month, and that month, Columbia House CD was Lou Bega. Half half my music collection was running the scam where I'd oh, recommend yeah. myself. Yes, you got oh, yeah. four new ones. Yeah. There'd be I like did. there was Edward Daly, yeah. Eddie Daly, <laughs> E Daly. Like yeah. I had, I had them all, and then I just then I was like oh, I ran out of versions of my name. Okay, I'll just start making up names, and they just yeah. keep sending them. They'll Same send address. Them. They'll send I, them. I probably got 80 free CDs and purchased one. Oh yeah. I was, I was, I was right there with you. Now, oh, the only way it would have been better is if it were, a, it, if it was Lou Bega's follow-up album to his massive hit. <laughs> Mambo number Mambo, six. Mambo number five. <laughs> Ed. But no, no, no. no, I'm saying, no oh, I'm yeah, saying, yeah. Mambo six. Yeah. Yes. You yes. know how like Chubby Checker would do twist yes. again and stuff. Yeah. Do the, yeah. Let's retwist it. <laughs> Yes. yes. Number twist. Six. Yeah. The Halloween twist. Uh, okay. Okay. At uh, Daily's Choice. Oh. Oh my God. Daily's Choice. It's the choice I made. Daily's Choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Ed walks up to the urinal at either adjacent urinal. Our two celebrities, in this case, to his left is Lou Bega. To his right is the diminutive. Armando, a.k.a. Mr. 305, a.k.a. Pitbull, a.k.a. Mr. Worldwide. Wearing sunglasses and a leather jacket, no matter the temperature outside. Ed, who you got? Who's dong you looking at? I mean, this this isn't close for, for two reasons. Yes, come on. One, 
if I knew who was sit- standing next to me, yes, of course I'm gonna go Mr. 305. Yes, of but, course. But more importantly, I'd be like, holy shit, there's Pitbull next to me and some yeah. random dude wearing a giant hat. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I would never be able to pick him out of a lineup, Lou Bega. Um, yes. Like in that commercial, if they weren't playing Mamba yes. number five, would they, you have any idea who he was? No, they weren't playing Mamba number five. He, he says in the commercial, hey, I'm Lou Bega. And when I, you know, if I didn't have Affleck, I wouldn't be on this. I think it was, might've been Affleck. Okay, Hold on. So if he didn't say I'm Lou Bega, would you know? Yes, like, of course, no. Kind of a random looking dude, like Mr. Worldwide. Lou Bega, Affleck. Yes, Affleck commercial. Hold on. I spot. Here we go. The parade. Here. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Look, what am I doing? Why do I even have ad blocker on anymore? Like, it's it only fucks me. The pe- They know about ad blocker. The websites are aware that ad blocker exists. Okay, let's try it again. Refresh. Here we go. Right here. Retirement can be scary. No one makes it less scary. There's a speed. Getting checks on a regular basis. There's a speed. I can't go anywhere without. Oh, so hold on, Ed. They were playing the song. They are playing the song. And my mistake, he doesn't introduce. I'm I'm too I'm too overwhelmed by having to see his feet. But <laughs> The, he I'm doesn't not look it up. He doesn't say I'm Lou Bega, but when he starts talking, there's a Chiron b- <laughs> below him that says Lou Bega. Without getting one, two, three, four, five checks. But such is life when you write a masterpiece or have a guaranteed income with New York Life. With a New York Life income annuity, you pay some money up wow, and make a check after check each month for the rest of your life. Be good at life, New York Life. New York, well, it wasn't even Affleck. I Googled Affleck, too. Uh, okay, Ed. Obviously, you're going to look at Mr. Pitbull, uh, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305's dong. That's for sure. Um, sec- what was the second thing? Hold on. I how rich? The- how rich? Oh, yeah. How fucking rich is this guy? How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Ed, net worth, give us a net worth of Lou Bega. And I've, I'm stunned because I've Googled his net worth. He was very you know famous that, for like four months, right? Did you know that Lou Bega was German? What? <laughs> what? what it's saying Lou Vega is a German mambo musician who has a net worth of X he was born he was born in Munich Bavaria West Germany and I'm not going to say the year because we're going to guess that next Ed what German mambo musician Lou Vega how fucking rich is this guy Uh, he is worth Five million dollars. You, um, you're pretty close. If you would have guessed twenty percent of that, because according to this, according to Celebrity Net Worth, he's that. I mean, that national campaign must not have lasted long because he's only. Sadly, he's only worth. 
barely in the seven figures, $1 million. I mean, good for him. Yeah. I, I was originally going to say four and I bumped him up. Yeah. Um, but, but he really was only famous for like four months. But even if, even if he bought a house, even if he bought one house, <laughs> pretty much anywhere in the world, when he did that song, he'd be worth more than a million dollars right now. Yeah, well, did, Angela Merkel, she, she had some pretty high tax rates in her, her stint. <laughs> did, did, did he just quit working? Until I, I mean, probably wasn't maybe, up to him. Maybe he had to contribute to. They're still paying penalties from World War Two. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Okay, and fi- and finally, and oh, I don't think I have the. Um, oh yeah, I do. What's his age? I can't explain. He was young. Ed Lubega, when when was that song? Oh, 1999. Right. I graduated number five. college in 98. So, yeah. yeah, it was like it was a really jarring thing to see your buddy have that. Yeah, that is that is a tough. Never recover from that. How old do you think Lou Bega was then and now? I'm going to say, so this is 23 years ago. Yeah. I'm going to say he was 30. I'll say he was 37 at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's 60. Yeah. That's that's. That's a really good guess, Ed. I just saw the commercial where his feet are displayed prominently. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, Lou Bega, like German don't crack. Like he's like, looks good. I was like, he looks really good for like 59, early yeah. 60s. Cause I was thinking like what you're thinking. He when he did that song, he was in his late 30s. He was seasoned. He was seasoned yeah. on the on the German Mambo circuit. Ed, Lou Bega. First of all, happy birthday, Lou Bega, who is approximately five weeks older than me, 47 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Lou Bega. <laughs> what a star. We need to research into Lou Bega. Somebody yeah. get him on the show. Yeah, let's get him back. He He's only worth a million. We could probably yeah. help him out. He's got to wear shoes, though. Just like I'm not doing the barefoot thing with Lou Bega, okay? Uh, Telly, fantastic. Thank you for calling. Here's another one. Hey, boys. Uh, oh, it's LSU Lala. Lala. Buddy of ours. Telly had, I think, called in and wanted us to give some 420 stories. I think he wanted it for episode 420, but since it is 420, and Brian's already uh, smoking on the this episode, I uh, figured I'd drop a couple that I can remember. Uh, my two best ones, one of them, uh, me and some chick were smoking a roach, and oh, yeah. instead of being a pro and holding the roach between two pennies and lighting it away from my mouth, I put it in my mouth yeah. and tried to light it. Uh, of course, I was fucked up at the time yeah. and ended up singeing my eyelashes. So that, whoa. That's, uh, one of them, and I just thought that of- exact same thing happened to me. My eyelashes, I was probably like 16, my eyelashes, like singed and like burnt up so i had like orange like orange eyelashes that like face the 
sky. So I've, I've been there at LSU. Of another one right before I called. We had got uh, high as fuck after waiting tables at the restaurant one night and uh, decided to go to New Orleans, which also happened to be during the middle of Essence Festival. So uh, I was one of the few white folks in a sea of chocolate in New Orleans for a good bit, um, been drinking and smoking. And then I went pass out in my buddy's SUV in the parking garage. Yeah, smart. Well, woke up at some point needing to piss and couldn't get out of the vehicle because I was fucked up and yeah. it was locked and I tried to unlock it and open the door and then alarm was starting going off. Oh, that's great. Eventually, great. I, I, needed, I found a beer can and tried to piss in that oh, and yeah. it uh, did not go well no. trying to hit that little hole being oh, fucked up. So it's I, a I small hole. Yeah, it half is. of it in the beer can yeah. and half of it all over his vehicle. So I don't know <laughs> if you ever figured that out, but uh, those are my two 420 stories. Oh, only, care, only a fucked up person would think that a... That um, they can aim it? Yeah, that they could aim it into a beer can and that a beer can would hold an entire piss. Yeah. You piss more than 12 ounces, buddy, unless, unless you know, unless it's a 40 ounce or you're going to need another can. I can't remember the measurement, but one time I saw a little video on how much whales piss each time they oh. piss, and it's just... Because it was in response, like, it was like, it was like some environmental Q&A, and they were saying, is it okay if I piss in the ocean? They're like, every time a whale pisses, it's more piss than you're going to piss in years. Oh, I believe that. Oh, yeah. Whales are fucking huge and majestic. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for that, LSU. Always good to hear from you. Here's another one. Uh Uh-oh. Long time, no speak. What is last week? Wasn't he last week? Uh, So, you know who it is. And I wanted to call in to let you guys know that there is hope for that uh, fleet of ass clowns that we know as Amazon. Oh, oh no. Hold on. He's got it. He doesn't like the Amazon drivers now? It must be the delivery. Drive. Yeah, he's well because he's out there in his plumbing truck and he's got issues with people on the road. Now it's Amazon drivers. Speaking people. of pissing cans and bottles, because yeah. uh, you know, maybe a year ago I called and uh, told you guys that it's funny to me how Bezos has more money than God, but yet his dumbass delivery drivers cannot park for the life oh, of them. Parking meaning. No matter what they deliver, they're always double parking. Yeah. Well, they don't. They're in and out. Complete ass clown. But there is hope. They're not parked for more than a second. They're delivering. They're delivering. I have to hope that uh, Bezos goes with an all woman fleet. Oh my god. Yes. I mean, is he also mad at UPS? This. This is how all deliveries work. FedEx? In in Hoboken, there are no parking spots anywhere. And so if you're delivering a refrigerator or a a washing machine, there's double parking everywhere. You got to double park. You just got to do it. People got to understand. And and they're, they're fucking people over too when they need to move. Amazon employees, like 
This is yeah. this is not their dream job to 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 have you jammed up in parking like they no. they they have they're not even allowed to take piss breaks. Yes, this no, this is a gig economy. Some of those Amazon delivery uh, people are like it's like a franchise. It's like their it's like their truck. Like they buy the truck and they're contracted. Yeah, to I, do uh, the deliveries. I watched the uh, John Oliver a couple weeks ago, and I didn't know about the trucking business. How, oh, yeah. yeah, people have to own their own truck. Yep. So, like, Amazon can get out of yep. certain pa- payments. And also, they get paid by the fucking mile, not by the yeah. time. Yeah. So, if you're stuck no. in traffic, you're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah. Awful. No. Awful. No. It's, it's, uh, it's a bullshit system. Uh, okay, here's another one. Hey, Brian. Hey, Ed. Oh, it's Stu. So, the... No, hold on. Here we go. I'm keeping it short. Yep. Um, there was a little malfunction tonight, Friday night, so I'm calling in. So I have some news. Uh-oh. You know, I am retired, and we'll just. He's keep- he's retired from fucking. <laughs> by the way, when he says he's retired, well, I think he's also retired, retired. But when he says he's retired, I he means from dipping it because he dipped it so much he doesn't need to anymore. He got bored of it. But didn't he talk about how he doesn't have a lot of money, but he's retired? It's like, yeah, yeah. How much money do you need? He doesn't need much. He's got a, he's got a little spot out in the woods. He's got a bunch of cars. He's got a dog. He's got plenty of weed. He's got a good little life. Please add at that because everybody knows that I'm retired. But yep. I have retired yet again. Yesterday was four weeks since I've smoked any weed, and I've shut down the old farm. Because Stu was also growing weed. He was smoking weed every day out of a can. He Just whatever can he found, he'd throw a little bud on top of there. Only smokes the oil, doesn't smoke the plant material, and then moves on. But now he's saying he's no longer growing or smoking. You know, the state got into the business and it's just, you know, it dwindles along because it's just easier to go to the store and get it. And I totally get that. And this is my 56th year on this planet. And I just thought, you know, and it was really anticlimactic. I just don't need to fucking do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I just really, really run it to the end and to its full course. So I just wanted to share with all the ballers that, I don't smoke weed anymore. You know, I was smoking like fucking cigarettes, like chronically, literally, and habitually, literally, like every fucking day for mm, 30 years. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm done. And here's the last thing. I don't say, oh, I quit. I don't want it. I don't want it. Want is a slippery slope motivation want is shaky want means nothing really mm. but i don't do that that's why they call them the guru There's lots of things in this world i don't do where you draw a hard line and i don't smoke weed wow anyway love you guys and i can't wait to hear some johnny Depp. Oh, mm-hmm. he's been in the news uh well good for you Stu. stay good the course buddy you. yeah it, yeah hopefully you you want it less and less because yeah you know, it's 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 better to if you're not doing something to not want it. That's right. That's a good point. Okay, what this is second time. This just happened a couple weeks ago. We got a we second time I can ever remember it happening. We got a voicemail while we were doing the show. 
Uh-oh. This this just came in from a 608 prefix. I don't think I know that area code. I definitely don't. I'm going to Google it right now and see where this person's from. 608 area code. Oh. Appears to be the Madison, Wisconsin area. Could it be? Could my Oh. Could it absolutely could be. Hold on, let me find my tab again. I lost it. Here we go. Hey guys, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Hey, as an uncircumcised fucking male, wow, and also a castrator of cattle. Oh my god! I gotta tell you what, I have never in my life heard of anybody circumcising an animal. Humans get circumcised. I don't know why, but I guess. Um. Yeah, I hope I had answered some of your questions there. I don't know. I just cut nuts off. I never heard of fucking castrate or uh, circumcision of an animal. That's uh, I don't know. That's true. What? Too much. What would be the reason? Take your easy, guys. Oh, oh, <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, so, so background for people who don't know or understand. We talked a couple weeks ago how former NBA player spencer haywood told a story that he had to he circumcised himself for religious reasons apparently to to please his mother and because he lived in silver city mississippi where there were no hospitals or doctors he cut his own foreskin off but he he claimed to have practice because he he and his brothers did it on animals, right? Yeah, he said, we do it to the animals. Why can't we do it to ourselves? To which we said, hey, maybe Kyle and Scotty, because he said he castrates his cows, right. cattle. But he answered, there wouldn't be a reason. To yeah, why would you do it? The animal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's no reason to do it to a human, he stated. There's, so there's really no reason to do it to a fucking animal, a cow or a pig. And did Spencer Haywood say pig? Because remember, they got the twisty ones. Yeah, I think we did talk about the yeah. The, uh, they resemble their tails. Wow, I mean, holy shit! It's a, a great collection of emails. Some real legends came through. Or voicemails. Some real legends came through this week. They did. We appreciate it, guys. Let's do a couple email. Oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong. Yeah, a couple emails. Sorry, I got too many windows open. This is a bad producing on my part. Yo, B, Ciara or Beyonce? Who you scooping? Sir Lewis or Mike Tyson, which all-time great is Ed peeping at the stall? How fucking rich is this guy, Michael J. Fox? Congrats to jo- Darb on joining Red Circle and R.I.P. Paul. That's from LSU Lala. Okay, let's work backwards here. <laughs> Ed, how fucking rich is this guy? How fucking rich is this guy? I can't figure it out. I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? This is a tough one. And Michael J. Fox, he's probably got a substantial net worth, but, you know, he he was felled by Parkinson's. So he had to take a somewhat. uh, He's mostly retired. He still pops up in things from time to time but he had a, he had a thriving movie career he had a big sitcom that he left that charlie sheen took over he was on a sitcom before that 
that he was the star of. Right, but that was a long time ago. That was before they made that. That was before they started making that Ted Danson money. But still, Ed, how fucking rich is this guy? Michael J. Fox. I hope I'm way low. I, yeah. I hope I'm way low because yep. coincidentally, yep. my younger son, I guess I showed my two boys Back to the Future too long ago that my younger son's like, I don't even remember that movie. And so Sunday night, I watched it with him. Yeah. And goddamn, it's it's great. And he is such oh, yeah. a star. He's so yeah. good. Yeah, and he's so likable and... Yeah. But I don't think even then, even it was a big movie with the sequels, he probably got paid. But like still getting paid in 1988 is just different. Like if he got if he got if he got three million dollars. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that would be a lot. So um, I kind of think he's in the 40 range. 40 million dollars. Yeah, I'm going to say 40. I hope I'm low. I'm hoping you're I'm low. Hoping, like, I'm you're, hoping you're about, City paid him a lot or something. Yeah, you're two thirds of the way there. His Michael J. Fox, while being short of stature, is big in wallet. Sixty five million dollar net worth. Good for him. Michael J. Fox is doing well in the financial department. Okay, here's another one, Ed. Whoa. What is that? How rich is this guy who's still playing? Oh, this is this is another. This is an easy one. Sir Lewis Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton or Mike Tyson. One is an icon. One's a little race car driver that you probably wouldn't even recognize. Who is it, Ed? Who are you? Whose dog are you looking at? I honestly, somebody... Somebody sent me a, a Lewis Hamilton story a couple days ago. Yeah. And I said, outside this show, I, I honestly don't think I've spent two minutes combined thinking about race car driving or Lewis yeah. Hamilton. Like, it's just, I don't watch that Formula One show. I yeah. just, I know nothing about it. So, yeah. like, Sir Lewis, I, I don't, th- I've seen him in interviews, but sometimes he has dreads and sometimes he has no hair. I don't, That's right. I don't even know if I'd recognize him. No, you wouldn't. Nor you would wouldn't. I care. I, yeah, Mike Tyson is was one of the it's biggest figures of my childhood. Yeah, I mean, Mike Tyson's got it. Just just like looking at his stature, he was something like when Customato was training him, he was something like 190 pounds when he was 12 years old, and he was yeah. fighting 16 year olds, and yeah, he they was would going no, on the subway looking for fights. That is yeah, the no one big dick energy, right? No one believed he was the age he was because he was so big and he's not tall. He's like five ten, but he's, he's stacked. He's just genetically very thick. I mean, Mike Tyson has got to have the, the fattest dick. Yeah. He's got to yeah. be the girthiest guy on I earth. I mean, he just, just look at the rest of him. Like he's got a big wide head. He's got, he's got wide shoulders. He's got thick legs. He's, he's got to have one of the fattest dicks out there. Has to. Absolutely. And finally, just kidding. Uh, Ciara or Beyonce. I've Beyonce's. She's kind of like a JLo to me. I, you know, and I value a worker and I just, she's the queen bee. She's, she's iconic. I just feel like Ciara is more my type, more the type to, although I mean, 
Russell Wilson can't really be providing. There, I mean, you can't go wrong with either. I don't know. I'd say Ciara over Beyonce. I, I don't. T- I, I know I'd, I've seen her. Yeah. But I know exactly what I don't know. I mean, this 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 game I find not as funny because yeah. it's yeah. more funny when two heterosexual guys have to talk about right. penis. Who's going to say no to either of them? Obviously. Uh, okay, here's another one, gentlemen. I apologize for the extended time since my last email. Now that I am permanently work from home, my kids are old enough to ask questions about the content, but not old enough to appreciate it. Thanks for providing me the opportunity to, to answer questions from a 10 year old about wasting one in the dirt. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's got to learn sometime. It's difficult to find the time to listen. That being said, I just used a flight to Zurich to binge and get back to hashtag team current episode i didn't think it was possible but somehow you managed to make the waterford crystal giveaway more drawn out repetitive and (laughs) anticlimactic than a manuel and gardena phone call holy fuck well done too bad there wasn't a hard three minute time limit for that i also think it's bullshit that katie won them with a single mundane review and a future promise to post to an Instagram account no one will ever see. Coincidence that she's in Brian's Bay's hometown. She's actually from Indianapolis. That's from Ryan. P.S. I still owe you some meat sticks. We'll make sure I send those out once I get back from Europe. Ryan, you can't email in my exact take back to me. When I awarded the Waterford... I said very plainly, the bar was very low. All someone would have had to do is post reviews in two places to have won the Waterford. We couldn't get not only. And also, I'm like, send me a screenshot. Nobody sent me a screenshot. They would like maybe tweet at me. I want poor Stu. I wanted Stu to win, but he couldn't he couldn't work out how to do a review with his Android phone. He he had his nephew leave a review, which was nice. Look, this woman, she called in, she called her shot, she left, she left a review on Ed's birthday, which is also 311 Day, which is also her wedding anniversary. And then she started a fucking a, a, a Instagram account. For the crystal that I sent her, and she has posted to it, so I don't know. Do a better review than her. You want you want to say that she doesn't deserve to win? Well, you didn't do any reviews. Who does deserve to win? I mean, if I had to go second place, it probably would have been Wayne in Nashville, our hardest listener, who left a funny. Yeah, he did leave a good one. He left a funny review under his his the important uh, son's thing. name. The important thing is the crystal is over. It's over, but it's <laughs> well. I was laughing because this um, my girlfriend's nanny for Christmas. God bless her. For Christmas, she gave her a bottle of uh, I don't know another way to describe it, and I don't forgive me. This is a colloquial term and i'm and i don't mean any disrespect i don't know another name for this product 
she gave her a bottle of bomb wine for Christmas. Like, not Boone's Farm, but it's like one of those. It's the ones that are like $4 that get you real drunk. And, you know, it's not Mad Dog. It's, it's, a, it's a different brand. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I thought it would be funny. Because it's like sitting on the counter and I'm like, well, it is a thing. Like, I don't want to just throw it away. But also, I don't want people to walk into my house and think that's what we're doing here. So I thought it would be funny if I autographed it and sent it to and did like some lesser content contest than the Waterford. If I autographed the, the, um, this bomb wine and sent it to the person. So the first person that leaves the, the next Apple review, go to Apple right now and review the show, give it five stars. The next person to do it, send me an email and I'll send you, I'll autograph this bottle of bum wine and send it to you. Okay. And I won't say anything about it again, Ryan. The next contest I'd like to know is still who sent me that t-shirt like a few months ago that said it was like an alien picture and it said, we're doing butt stuff. Yeah. What is, was it Paul? I don't don't know. Paul would do that. I got, I mean, yes. Who did that? It had to be this show because I just don't have people in my life sending me that type of thing. Well, and it has to be somebody that sent you something before because they have your address. Yeah, there's some homeless man in, in Hoboken wearing that shirt. Now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty aggressive <laughs> shirt. You know, like I don't. I just tough. don't see you a scenario where stuff. I was going to wear that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not even my kids because I could explain to my boys around the, the apartment if I were. But what if. Like a couple yeah. that we interact with, like one of Michelle's friends in town sees that me in that shirt. They'd be like, what? I forgot about that. It was Ooh. very random. I just, I like opened up the mail and I was like, what is this? Is I look this? for any sort of evidence that it came yes. from somebody. <laughs> I don't yes. know. Very weird. Like who did the RIP song and who sent Ed the butt stuff shirt? That's better. We should have given that away. All right. Thank you for thank you for that very heartfelt condescending email, Ryan. Here's another one. Brian and Ed. Oh, if there ever was a story that was right in your wheelhouse, it's Amber Heard cheating on Johnny Depp by having a threesome with Elon Musk in Depp's attic, right? Big if true, which it probably isn't. Not sure if Musk is a loud comer, but I guarantee he says something weird when he finishes. That's from Andy and Indy. Yeah, that I totally is- think that that would be more of the, the move. He would say something really weird yes, that he thinks yes. is profound. I know it's yeah, something, so, just something odd and off-putting. And I did, I know that they had hooked up, but I didn't realize that they had a, had a threesome with Cara Delevingne in Johnny Depp's attic. Now, do you think, I don't, I don't know. The attic is a weird place because the, do you think they like move the Christmas decorations out of the way? the baby boxes in there they're like hold on hold on yeah hold on let me let me move my college diploma and just we'll um (laughs) i'll undo the sleeping bag here and and we could just do i mean he owned he owned nine condos in the same building like why why did they have to go in the attic i i had an attic in my house growing up and it was like eight million degrees up there yeah 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 it's too hot like it just you don't because the uh you don't have the ventilation up there because you don't want to pay to heat or cool the attic so that so the ac doesn't blow up there there's no windows i'll tell you right now though this is i'll tell you what happened here because 
Amber Heard is reportedly a an avowed lesbian, as is Cara Delevingne. This is Musk was just sitting there watching. He was he was jerking in the corner. He was not. He did not participate in this threesome. I will, I will. I would bet anything on it. Also, he denies it. He denies the threesome probably because he was not allowed to partake. I've been in this situation, and it's a hey, hands off. We're doing our thing over here. You're you're not invited, and that's exactly what happened to Elon Musk. That's that's my takeaway. Okay. Let's do some not sports, Ed. Well, it's time, it's time for not sports, not sports segment, segment on the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports, not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports, not sports, not sports segment. Ed, what is happening in the world of non-sports things that are not, in fact, sports? Uh, some some non-sports RAPs and one death. Um, rest in peace, former Today Show host Jim Hartz, who co-hosted with Barbara Walters in the 70s? 60s, Never heard of him. 82 also, years old. Uh, I, I don't know if it was him, but I watched that. I did watch the, the Cosby documentary. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, when Barbara Walters, I think was Today's show, she posed as a Playboy bunny. And the co-host was like, I'd like to see you in the maybe it was this dude. I'd like to see Probably. you in the bunny. And you just realize like back then it was really bad. Yeah. No, there was a, there was a lot of grabbing going on back then for sure. Um, but I, I always like your statistic. Barbara Walters, not dead. Oh, Yeah. She shares a birth year with yes, yes. Tell us, Martin Luther King, yes, and Anne Frank, yes. Crazy, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, she was an icon, but she probably had to put up with a lot. Maybe from this dude who apparently just died at eighty-two. Yeah, um, uh, a man died at eighty-eight years old. Long-serving Utah Senator yeah. Orrin Hatch. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, I hope it one was. of the all-time but- pieces of shit. Also, that name, Oren, I don't know about that. It's, you know, I think he was Mormon. He was from Utah. He was, he, he was, was like a garbage a, dude. Like the Salt was, Lake no. Tribune just eviscerated him like five oh. years ago. Oh, really? And that, yeah. there, that's a very conservative. Right. Newspaper. They called for him to step down. They said he was garbage. Like it was maybe less than five years ago. No, he's, a, he's a true, just one of the all time pieces of shit. And he was. Do we think we had a, a Lindsey Graham, um, Larry Craig situation there? Oh, he, did he, he had the accent. Yeah, I don't. He 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 did. I don't know if he hadn't found the right gal yet. Right. right. I um, Orrin Hatch is one of Orrin because when I heard Orrin Hatch died, um, I was like, oh, it was that piece of shit Arlen Specter. I was picturing Arlen Specter, and he was he was he's probably still alive, but he was no, he died. He had cancer in office. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, he was a piece of shit, too. They all um, <laughs> Most are. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Liz Sheridan, who played Jerry Seinfeld's mom on uh, Seinfeld and was also one of James Dean's, quote, lovers. Speaking of secrets. 
93 years old. So she's great. She played the role of a beard in the fifties and she, uh, she was terrific as Seinfeld's mom. She was also the annoying neighbor on Alf, Mrs. Ackmanic. Oh, right. Yes. No, she was, she was one of those ladies that were, she was like, kind of like an Edie McClurg. She'd just pop up and everything. Right. But she was, she was was great as Jerry's overbearing mom. Uh, R.I.P. Legendary DJ K. Slay of COVID, fifty-five no, years old. You made that person up. The, well, I didn't even know him, but um, him K. I, I assumed it was him because I That's thought a lady's I, okay, name. But I thought I saw a picture. I, I thought uh, okay, K. Slay. Um, K. Slay. Hey, but, who knows? But like, I follow some like hip hop accounts, and like everybody was talking about how legendary K Slay was, DJ K Slay was. So. Oh, it is, it is a guy. R.I.P. DJ K Slay of the vid. Um, R.I.P. Cynthia Albritton, aka Cynthia Plastercaster. She oh was an artist who made molds of celebrity penises throughout the years, and once said, "Jimi Hendrix has quote." Just about the biggest rig I've ever seen. Yeah. God bless him. God bless her. Her whole thing was, hey, this is why the 60s were so great. She's like, my art project is I want to see every uh, famous rock and roller's dick, and I'm going to take a plaster cast of it. And I, I mean, I imagine she helped him get it. Right, she got to be. she got them to attention. Um, right, but it's pretty crazy. Um, it wasn't just like a guy like Jimi Hendrix. You you could see him being the type of guy who would sign up. Oh yeah, but like yeah. I I saw Jim Croce had Jim a Croce. lyric about it. Had a lyric yeah. about her. He's not yeah. this. He's not like he wasn't giving off that kind of vibe. No. No, bad, bad but Leroy she, Brown. No, yeah, but she, she, all, all the dicks of that era. And she, imagine, she, like this is, this is what people don't understand. Like these millennial Gen Z fuckers. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is Jimi Hendrix. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It could be like a Mike Tyson situation. February twenty fifth, nineteen sixty eight. Whoa, Jimmy. Are you experienced? Jimmy was. <sighs> wow. Holy shit. Um, what I was going to say is like these fucking dorks these days, they're like, oh, I'm going to buy a, a condo in the fucking metasphere and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go um, look at this. Look at this NFT I bought of a meme like this thing's this thing's going through the roof. Meanwhile, in the 60s. This chick's like, oh yeah, I got Jimi Hendrix dick right here. <laughs> like that that's the real shit. They were doing that's real art, shit back true then. True art. Real yeah, art. True art. These fucking losers, they don't even leave their house. They fucking they they live their whole fucking sad existence on the internet where they buy stupid fucking pictures of dumb looking apes with hats on. You fucking dorks. Go outside, go to the fucking Order on Amazon because you can't go to Woolworths or anywhere else. Get some fucking plaster and go and see if Elon Musk or your fucking hero, the meta guy, Mark Zuckerberg, see if they'll let you take a plaster cast of their weird fucking dicks. And then then we can figure out why they're so fucking odd because they got weird ass dicks. That's why it's exactly what's going on. 
What a hero. R.I.P. Cynthia yeah, Plaster. Ed, what happened this week in the world of not sports? Well, I don't, there was a big trial. And oh, Ghislaine Maxwell? I heard she's. Yeah, no. Uh, I wasn't much coverage of that. No, there there seemed to be a, just an explosion of coverage of a yeah. defamation trial. Yes, yeah. This week? Yeah. yeah. So our dear friend Johnny Depp has is fighting to clear his good name. And anybody that's watched any of the coverage of this trial, I would I would recommend a an Instagram account called House and Habit that I followed for the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. She's also covering the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. She has sources. She's she's able to um lend background information to everything that we see in the testimony. I would I would opine that Johnny Depp has served himself well by filing this lawsuit. He comes off as looking like an abused husband, someone that was taken advantage of by a a proven, a clinically diagnosed narcissist and bipolar uh what do they call that when you have two personalities i don't know she's got a personality disorder she had the split personalities split personalities oh johnny depp joins us johnny appreciate you having me on um the internet realm has been parsing my words from the trial that's right and uh, i'd like the chance to set the record straight (laughs) because as you know all a man has is his name. Yes. His filmography. That's right. And his 11 mood rings. That's right. That's right. Yes. Well, I've seen you on trial. I've seen you sipping your coffee from your aluminum travel mug. Yes. While on trial, you're very charming. One of the things that you've talked about is that you're, you were in a very successful Disney franchise for which you were being paid something like 20 plus million dollars per movie. And she effectively put a stop to that. Plus, plus your Dumbledore movies that you were doing this, this has essentially ruined your, uh, your Hollywood acting career. Do you think there will ever, ever be another pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean movie featuring your character, Jack Sparrow? Well, sadly, it, it appears the world and the studios have moved on from my ebullient Jack Sparrow character. That's right. But luckily for them, I've penned a new franchise. <laughs> Shut up. Starring, what, you're writing now? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I didn't see – I wasn't getting so many scripts lately, so I started writing. Yeah. And uh, I wrote a new franchise, completely different, starring a thieving eyeliner-wearing ne'er-do-well named yes. George Pigeon. No, no more Jack Sparrow. George oh, oh. Pigeon. It's it's he, almost homage. Yeah, he he chases the Spanish Armada and repossesses their belongings. And uh, I, I like to call it the Buccaneers of the Mediterranean. Wow, Buccaneers! Interesting. Are yeah. you have you found backing for that? Um, I've, I'm I'm in talks with with some people. Um. Uh, I've made some phone calls, left some voicemails, and uh, I'm just waiting to hear back. Interesting. I also see here that you 
you know, a lot has been made of your text messages. You know, if people were to see the hyperbolic texts I send to my friends, it could, you know, and, and they were to take them literally, it, it would be problematic for me, as I would argue it would be for anyone. But they, they've been talking, they've been trying to prove you're a substance abuser, and you've admitted to some. But you were, um, some of your texts to your friend Paul Bettany, who I believe is married to Jennifer Connelly. Mm-hmm. Who is a great actress in her own right. Uh, some of your texts to her, to him, you said that one night before you got on a private flight from Boston to LA, you had consumed half a bottle of whiskey, 1,000 Red Bull and vodkas, some pills, and then a couple bottles of champagne on the flight, despite the fact that you had not eaten for days. In, in the text, you said, in a fucking blackout, screaming obscenities and insulting any fuck who got near. I'm admittedly too fucked in the head to spray my rage at the one I love. Now, this is clearly method acting, is it not? Well, I, I, I think people are making too big of a deal of my text messages with Paul Bettany because uh, keep in mind, he was an imaginary friend from a beautiful mind. He's not a real person. These aren't That's real right. texts. Yes. He, he's That's not right. a real person. Yes, no, he's not. You so you you were texting his character. Yes, I was. He stuck in the uh, Princeton dorm room. Can can you explain some of these texts though? Um, you at one point you you told Amber or you said to Paul Bettany that um you hoped that Herd's rotting corpse is decomposing in the fucking trunk of a Honda Civic. Now you meant that metaphorically, correct? Well, well, what can I say? Like a bit of mirth in my SMS correspondence. Now, now I can identify with this one. You once referred to Amber Heard as, quote, the slippery whore that I donated my jizz to for a while. Now, that's what's what's wrong with that? I mean, I, you know, I, I'm, it's I'm, accurate. Not, I'm not a doctor, but I was I was just <laughs> describing uh, just, just sort of human functions. Yes. Um, your relationship with Marilyn Manson. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a lot has been made of that. You you were supposedly drug buddies, but it it really wasn't that, was it? You you said that you guys drank together, you've had cocaine together, maybe a couple of times, but then one time you had to give him a pill to get him to stop talking. Is that what was what was that situation? Well, for hours. I mean, we're talking hours. Uh, Mar- Marilyn and I were, were doing some yeah. white, white Dragon, and yeah. I, all I wanted was for him to spin some yarns about his late father, Charles Manson, and he just wouldn't do it. it really? Yeah. And so Which, finally, yes. And finally, I said, if you're not going to do this, I'm going to give you a, a pill I saw on an after school special that I, I tried out for. And oh. uh, he shut up. Wait, you tr- you tried out for an after it was special. Be- and- it was before the Nightmare on M Street movies. Um, I just I was trying to get an ABC after school special, and unfortunately, it went to uh, one of the kids from Eight Is Enough. But they, but they but they gave you the drugs. Well, yeah, I was I was uh, by the craft service table, and they had yeah. drugs back then. Yeah. You ever seen Nicholas from Made Is Enough? Boy, had a lot of drugs. 
Yes, yes, that makes that actually makes perfect sense. And finally, Johnny, I think this needs to be. This is the, and we don't we don't like to get scatological on the show, but I saw you on the stand describing coming home and seeing in disbelief you walked into your marital bed, and I imagine something didn't smell right. And you looked to your marital bed and you saw that your wife, Amber, had, and excuse me, but I have to say it, defecated on your side of the bed. Describe your feelings in that moment. You know, the last thing you want to encounter after an evening full of Peruvian dancing dust is the smell that you would find in a barnyard. And, uh, oh, yes, yes. But I, you know, keep in mind, I I was a detective. I was an officer of the law, Officer oh, Tom Hansen. No. Along, no, you're an actor. Alongside Harry Aoki and Richard yes. Brico. Yes, I investigated. No. No. I investigated and, and we... Uh, We've dealt with revenge in the past, so I knew I knew revenge, uh, fecal matter when I when I when I could tell. <laughs> oh, was there? This was, was a revenge case. Uh, I remember one time we were in a uh, a high school, um, and there was uh, there was a boy, uh, the guy who played Boner on uh, on uh, Boner Boner Bone. Yeah, boners to bone. He wanted revenge, and he also did that to the boudoir of uh, of a former girlfriend. Wow! Yeah. Wow! Rip, rip from the headlines. Yep. Art, life imitates art. Sure does, buddy. Uh, well, John. Oh, one last thing. You, one time you were in a bit of a drug haze, detox, and you were, you had acted out on one of your nurses. And you told her, I'm, tr- I'm truly sorry if I upset you. If you like, you can give me some morphine to see if my tongue and penis touch. Mm. Do, well, were you able to discover, does morphine, in fact, make that possible? Are you, are you a Johnny Hendrix, so to speak? The, uh, the white mosquito had worn off by then, so I was speaking clearly. Um, Hunter S. Thompson once told me that morphine has an effect on male genitalia, like Sk- Stanley Kubrick's death had on the movie AI. It makes it extremely long, a never-ending mess. Oh, yes. And so I assumed morphine would do the trick, but uh, apparently she just uh, put me under. Oh, fantastic. All right, Johnny Depp, ladies and gentlemen, good luck with your trial, buddy. We're all rooting for you here. We think you've done yourself proud, and and we support you. Thank you, and I appreciate all the Terry Schiavo fans that are outside (laughs) my trial. Hey, fam, there's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. 
Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. Talking loud covers, Canucks, my brothers, you with some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS.